Welcome to That's Something Broncos podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your resident Broncos talker, idiot Brandon Perna. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week numero four. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week four, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Maybe because the Broncos have beaten you down and you never want to watch football again? Well, try to win some money instead to ease your pain. Don't worry, football ain't for you. DraftKings is giving you basketball fans 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week four, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Fresh. We're doing it fucking fresh. That's the new intro for That's Good Sports. Welcome. To the That's Good Sports Broncos Victory Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, Will Keys. It is America's best-rated sportsbook app. Not Croatia's, not Zimbabwe's, not Australia's, not Brazil's, certainly not Chile's, not Colombia's, not Paraguay's, not Uruguay's, Kazakhstan, Kazakhstan, not Russia's, but America's top-rated sportsbook app. Use code DNVR when you sign up to get their can't-miss offers uh, when you download the DraftKings sportsbook app. Oh my God, Will, we got a win. Broncos got a victory, and we shouldn't be surprised because it's the Jets, but it feels so more, so monumentous monumentous monuments you could feels good you could make a monument out of this game feels great baby i think they should build a statue to adam gase walking off the field (laughs) sad and dejected did you just take your pants off no they're still on I i just wanted to you know shout out to joe flacco who did make an appearance in the game I purchased this from the official Joe Flacco website back in the day. And every yep, time I wore it, yeah. every time I wore it, the team Joe Flacco was playing for lost. And I thought, you know, maybe I try that now that he's on the Jets and it works. I No, you 
had the right idea. I wore Jets green today. Ooh. And I didn't think about it until the game. And I said, I feel like everything has gone wrong that I might try to intentionally sabotage things and reverse the karma. And it worked. Yeah. Lo and behold, 37-28. Yeah. We the Broncos are undefeated in oh, the yeah. month of October. Yeah. So, okay, man, what to – what, like, we have had to – scrape for our positive spins the first three uh three games this year only Uh, positives today yeah i just was on (laughs) with uh ryan and zach on the broncos dnvr podcast and they we kept reverting to like all the things we wanted to complain about still it was like no we just just enjoy this win for for a bit um brett rippon two touchdowns three terrible interceptions but those three terrible interceptions were his only like mistakes like other than that he played pretty damn good football and when he threw those like back-to-back picks gave up the pick six the Jets got back in the game he did not buckle like he just kept balling and uh, I think that was you know other than some of his throws to Tim Patrick that were really impressive I think I was most impressed by the way he handled, you know, that late game adversity where we've seen this team just not give up, but just lose in, in horrific ways. I was ready for it to happen again. And it did freaking didn't. No, you're totally right. He's kind of got the Daniel Jones thing where the, he just doesn't throw passes that touch the ground. I think Ryan talked about or tweeted about that several times, but, (laughs) <laughs> he he either throws it to the right receiver or he throws it to the Jets. I think he's got yeah. four interceptions on his uh, career in five quarters, but hey, that's okay. I was I was impressed for the most part. You made some bad decisions. I would argue you shouldn't throw it to three defenders. No, but if I had tried one to make plays, it would be three complaints, and they're all the same complaint. Tried to make plays. Hit three yeah. deep balls down the field. It's his first NFL start, too. Yeah, he's an undrafted rookie or undrafted second year player. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm proud of our boy. I am too. You, uh, I think you had a good evaluation of him heading into the game. Um, also, so Melvin Gordon snuck over a hundred yards, 107 rushing yards. So finally, instead of a guy doing that to the Broncos where you look at the stat sheet and you're like, how, how the hell did that guy get 100? How the hell did Melvin Gordon get 100? He had that one big play at the end right that the end, sealed baby. the game. But uh, 107 yards for him. Jeff Driscoll, one rush, nine yards. They bring in the, the Drisky on a rushing play. Love that. That's what I want to see from Pat Shermer. I want to see that type of creativity. <laughs> The wild, the wild Jeff formation is yes. 100% effective. Got the first down. Got a roughing the pass or uh, enough unnecessary roughness penalty tacked onto it. I think the wild Jeff is here to stay. Wild Jeff here to stay. Even when yeah, Drew yeah. is back. So yeah, the the Jets six personal fouls. Uh, so they're just there has disaster. to be some kind of record, but yeah. It, I honestly did not remember that Greg Williams was their defensive coordinator going into this game. I don't know how he still gets hired by teams. I guess it's because of 
what he did with with Baker Mayfield and the Browns at the end of that 2018 season. But the man is just a he's a bounty hunter. Really. Yeah, he doesn't care. So Iris okay. is a bounty setter. Um, explain what happened at the end of the game because Vic Fangio goes off the field yelling, just go to the fucking locker room. That's been like tweeted a, a million times. Um, I wanted to watch the last 15 seconds or whatever, 30 seconds, but I decided to go downstairs and check on my wife and my child. Uh, and we were just talking about, you know, the plan for the baby for the night. And so I came back upstairs, the game was over and I saw this shit. Did the, the Jets hit, hit Rippin twice at the end of the game? Twice. Yeah. So they had, uh, <clears throat> the Broncos were kneeling on first, second and third down and then fourth and 18, I think. And Gase took a timeout at the end with like 12 seconds left, something stupid like that. And so, fourth and 18, instead of try a field goal again or punt, because that can lead to a turnover, they just had Rippon roll out to buy some time to the right. Right. Some clock I saw that play. Bounds. And each time, a Jets defender came off the edge. And hit him. Blasted hit him. him as he threw the ball out of bounds. And got a rough in the passer penalty. So, that, that eventually took up uh, a little bit of the clock. Got them from fourth and 18 to like fourth and three, and then eventually a first down, and then nailed it, end of the game. I knew like, I knew something was going to happen there at the end. Uh, Garrett Bowles was kind of getting into it. Yeah. It, was not, it wasn't just the coaches. It was the players, too. Yeah, and Bowles was ready to go fight for Fangio after the, the game. Fangio was, like, I think, reeling Bowles back in. The court Bowles of public is not a man opinion I is fight. doing – they're doing a 180 on Bulls. Yeah, they are. Bulls is becoming a folk hero. He's going to he be was the goat, <laughs> and now he's a folk hero in Denver. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Demar Dotson, I think, looks better than Elijah Wilkinson. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about this too, because it took them three weeks. Well, it took him. It, it took an injury to get Demar Dotson on the field, and it took. Three and a half weeks to get Devontae Bosby in at cornerback. And all he did was break up like three passes. He looked great out there. I think Bassey was getting kind of torched there by Jamison Crowder, who's a good receiver. Uh, That's a tough spot for an undrafted rookie. But it was time to give Bosby some run. No shit. And then OJ Moody looked really, really good on the outside. Really bullshit uh, pass interference ball. Yeah, so – That was – as well as you can play it down the field. And they yeah. got him for, like, hooking his wrist ever so slightly. They were, and they are like, both kind of touching hands there, and it just got yeah. in. And the, they are playfully uh, flirting down the field. Yeah. The other guy was grabbing his jersey, so it was really stupid. So it was a mm-hmm. deep pass. O.J. Moutier got flagged for pass interference, and it was perfect. Like, he, like you said, you couldn't play that ball any better. He also – broke up a pass in the end zone right after Devontae Bosby did the same thing, both targets to Chris Hogan. Um, so just, it was nice to see one OJ Moutier play good in coverage and then confirm Bosby is good. Like we have been saying since fucking preseason, um, which yep. 
I brought up with, you know, on the DNVR podcast is because they were talking about guys that they wish would have been playing earlier. And Bosby is like, when you lose your, your, when AJ Boye goes down, I don't know how people like us saw more out of Bosby last year to give us confidence that he could come in there and play. And the coach yeah. is like, no, let's go with these young rookies. We took mid and late rounds in the draft and just throw them in there and fucking die with them as they, they take their lumps. Now, I will say, O.J. Moutier looks like he might be pretty damn good corner. So getting him on the field makes sense. But you want to put all three of your best guys out there. And then when A.J. Boye comes back, maybe the Broncos are in a decent cornerback situation. Yeah, Vic Fangio seems like someone who's willing to let his guys – stay out there and, and take some lumps because it's a two-way street because they left Bassey out there a little too long. Obviously, they left Wilkinson out there too long. You could have benched uh, O.J. Mudia during or after the Steelers game, um, you know, for Bosby, yeah. I guess, too. Maybe you just didn't and have a lot of instead, options that game either. Right. Instead, left them in there and, and played really well, I think. Uh, great today. Pretty well last week. Overall improving. So, I, I think – you know, sometimes it's a it's a good thing. Other times, you just gotta pull the plug. But yeah, I liked I like what I saw out of Vic Fangio. Timeout management was not disastrous not today. No, nope. the point, yeah, the 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 way to avoid having to use your timeouts is to win by two scores, and he did a he did a great job of doing that today. Uh, eight points would have been one score. Managed to get one point over that. So I liked the clock scoreboard management. Uh, that Melvin Gordon run at the end was pretty fucking electric. Yeah. I went to the bathroom and came back and just saw him, like, get into the end zone uh, oh. right at the end of that run. I was like, oh, shit. I missed yeah. it. Yeah. He ran into a brick wall of blockers, bounced outside, and Brett Ritten, Rippin sprinting downfield, throwing him the, the last block he needs to, you know, scoot into the end zone. So, that was like an awesome play because it looked bad and then Gordon bounces it. But then you got your young QB throwing the, the most important block of the play. Like as a football fan, you can't really ask for more than that in a single play to get you rock hard <laughs> for, uh, for football. Like, Oh, that's a, that's a perfect recipe for delight. It was, uh, it gets you fired up. And at that point, real fired up, you know, you're just like, I want, I want them to put the camera on Adam Gase for the rest of the game. Yeah. And I want I want them to – I want to soak in every last minute of this. I kind of wish they had kicked the field goal at the end <laughs> to make it 40-28. They should have. They fucking should have. Should have rubbed it yeah. in his little schmarmy face. Uh, Tim Patrick, really good game. Yep. It's just like – We've seen Tim Patrick's like it's such an interesting player because one, Brett Rippon threw his best passes to, to Timmy Patrick. He finishes with six receptions, 113 yards, a, a touchdown. Jerry Judy had a, a, the other receiving touchdown. But like we've seen Tim Patrick play really well. And then it's like there's been so much rotation with quarterbacks. It's like when the new quarterback comes in, they just forget he's on the field. And you're waiting weeks and weeks, and then, you know, he kind of flashes again. But um, it was, I don't know, nice to see somebody step up as that kind of bigger receiving target 
with Cortland Sutton down. And we knew Tim Patrick needed to be that guy, but uh, clearly Brett Rippon trusts Patrick. So he got him involved in the game, made his best plays to him. And uh, I don't know. I like it. Tim Patrick's like a guy you root for to have those types of games too. Yeah. He kind of played like Cortland Sutton today. Yeah. Got in the end zone for the second straight week. I like, yeah, I like what I saw. KJ Hamler obviously went out earlier, which is hamstring and no offense goes out with an injury. So that <laughs> I saw Adam Schefter tweet that, Fant is okay. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah, I said it's not bad. So I, I don't know if that means he's playing next week or what. Didn't they got see 10 much days, though. Yeah, they do. That's, uh, and then you got the Patriots. Which, yeah. And then guys uh, like A.J. Boye, will he be able to come back after this week? Is he on the th- – Oh, let's see. It's been – It's been three, four two, weeks. Three. Yeah, it's been three weeks, three. so he should be able to so come back. So he should be able to return. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it just felt good. Now, before the game, I tweeted, and I wasn't serious, but I said, Rippin plus Darnold take the over, which seems like a good time to bring up this episode being sponsored by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's oh, top-rated sportsbook app. After the game, I tweeted, told you, idiots. Uh, It was my one piece of betting advice for the day. I crushed it because the Broncos scored 37 points. I don't even know what the over-under was, but I'm sure it was very I think it was 40 or 41. 40, okay, yeah, so it got crushed. Um, I also picked the Broncos to score 28 in this game, and that was an underestimate. Uh, So nice to see me being right about some sports bookie action uh now with DraftKings, use the code dnvr when you download the DraftKings sportsbook and they've got a once in a blue moon red moon any colored moon opportunity for all new users with that code because you can place a one dollar bet on any team so if you bet on the broncos tonight like you should have because this was their most likely game to win you turn that dollar into $100. $1 will into $100. Um, download that DraftKings app now with the promo code DNVR. You can pick those teams to turn a dollar into a dollar. You got to be 21 years or older, not younger. You just got to be older, and you can, you can do this. You can do this if you are of age and if you live in Colorado, this is for a limited time, okay? Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I'm getting Perfect. both better getting and better worse, you know? Uh, okay. Perfect. What else do we need to discuss from this uh, game Bradley Chubb oh yeah coming Chubb. Back. Chubb coming I thought he got a sack last week but they didn't count it as oh, a sack really? against Tom Brady yeah that was kind of strange I thought why uh for all intents and purposes it was a sack yeah I think Brady he, get like past the line of scrimmage yard out of it shit? yeah, yeah. stupid you know you know the 
you know, oh, the guys who, who rule, who make those rules. Yeah. And, speaking, and speaking of that, Tom Brady did not get flagged for intentional grounding last week. No. When I rewatched that play, I was like, yeah, there was, there was nobody in the area where he threw it. They really reached for a receiver. Uh, Brett Rippon does the same thing, and he gets flagged for intentional grounding in this game. Like, just – the refs were shitty in this game. There was – besides the, the justified personal fouls from the, the Jets, they were – Yeah, like, I was going to say they are kind of overworked. They're, yeah, they are a little flag happy, it felt like. Um, but Bradley Chubb, you were saying? Yeah, picked up, uh, I think, either two and a half or three sacks. I think so they gave looks, him two and a half, yeah. Yeah, he looks healthy. I mean, Darnold kind of sacked himself at one point, and that accounted for the half sack. The half sack. But he it's just so good to see him back there. And he, he got a nice quarterback hit, I think, that caused an errant throw early on in the game. Yeah. So he's uh, he's looking strong. I think Malik Reed was thoroughly blocked for most of the game. Hopefully he can get things together. Uh, Shelby Harris came out of the game, which is – yeah. You know, why not Hopefully, at this point? It looked like cramps and then looked like maybe something serious or more serious. I don't know what his status is. That's a guy they can't – I mean, they've already lost so many yeah, guys. Yeah, I mean, can't you can't lose. really say that. Like, they can lose anyone. But, yeah. <laughs> this has to be one of the most injured teams of all time, right? Oh, I think so. I say that, and then there's a lot of people who want to debate debate me about it on Twitter, but uh, yeah, they're not paying close enough attention. Yeah, like all well, the 49ers have it worse. No, they no, the injury they gods did you a favor and got Nick Mullins on the field. Yeah, well, I guess are we going to be saying that about Brett Rippin now? Mm. I don't know. So I mean, mm. here's the question: Did he do enough to make you feel? Comfortable having him as the long-term backup? Yes, 100%. Uh, okay. If, if Drew Lock, I agree got, with you. Yeah, if Drew Lock got hurt again and Brett Rippon's got to come in the game, like, I feel so much better than if – I feel better if it were him over Joe Flacco. I feel better yeah. than Jeff Driscoll for sure. Uh I'd put him like, I don't know. I'd feel okay if it was Case Keenum. I'm just going back to other Broncos quarterbacks. Case Keenum to me is like a great backup quarterback to have. Mm-hmm. But I think Rippon just showed that he knows how to play the game. <laughs> and he, I don't know. I guess we should hold off judgment until we see him play a better team. And he's going to play a better team, uh, assuming, you know, lock shoulder isn't a miracle. Miracle away from starting against the Patriots. But I think he can handle it. Um, he made just a lot of – like, his his interceptions were just mistakes that yeah. I feel the like first are one was, The first one, obviously, very correctable. The second – maybe it was the second or the third one where he threw into triple coverage. There was the second <laughs> one. The second one You just got to not throw into triple coverage yeah. next time. That's really all it comes down to. I don't really remember much of the third one. But yeah, yeah, he – the thing that impressed me so much was how good he was against the blitz. It felt like every time the Jets blitzed, he knew it was coming, knew where it was coming from. 
was able to slide away from pressure, give the running back a chance to pick it up. Yeah. I thought yeah, the running backs who were on the field did a really nice job. Yeah. Picking both up extra blitzers. Gordon and Freeman both uh, had to pick up blitzes, you know, I noticed a few times and I was scared it was going to end badly, but I was like, oh shit. Yeah, they got him. They got the guy. Yeah. Nice Rippin, to see. Yeah. Rippin knew the hot read pretty much every time. Even if it didn't pick up a first down, like he, he knew which guy to get the ball to. Right. Jerry Judy, that deep pass, little underground. Yeah, just, Judy just comes down with it. That's oh. who you should – yeah, I mean, that's a good – if you got Jerry Judy out there, maybe he's one of those guys where you just throw it up and yeah. give him the 50-50 ball. It's a good yeah. thing to have on offense. Somebody tried to tell me that that wasn't an impressive play by Judy. Yeah, <laughs> what, what the fuck? About? <laughs> I know Desir missed it, but but a Judy time Judy cut away. it over his face and then scored the yeah. touchdown. Like I don't know what's not awesome about that. <laughs> um, it's like so there's, some people just like can't be satisfied. No, they can't. I, 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 I told them so I, I'm not trying to call them out, but I told them if you're not impressed by that play, stop watching football. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, it's like well that should have been intercepted. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. Uh, a lot of plays should be touchdowns and, and aren't, and a lot of plays are interceptions and, you know, should be interceptions and aren't. So, how? hey, just enjoy it, man. Enjoy it. How worried were you when Sam Darnold looked like Lamar Jackson on that touchdown run to start the game? Okay, so I missed that, that play, too. I, like, walked uh, into the kitchen for a second and then came back and was thoroughly disgusted with what I saw when I replayed it. It was insane. Tackling. It was insane because it wasn't just that they were it was bad tackling. It was bad tackling from Alexander Johnson, Justin Simmons, and Kareem Jackson all in one yeah. play. Like three guys you don't think you are trust. gonna ever miss a tackle, all whiffed on Sam Darnold, who isn't known for his mobility, like I guess him and Drew Locker are similar where they can, you know, they're young and spry. They can make guys miss. But it was – I was like, oh, this might be a long night. It felt like one of the worst plays I've ever watched in my life. Yeah, it felt like one of those plays, like, at the end of 2017 when everyone had clearly just oh, given up. yeah. But I don't know. I mean, maybe at the end of that run – it looked like Darnold was going to slide for a second and maybe they expected him uh, to slide and kind of gave up. Maybe. So that could be what it is. And that, that shit kind of happens just yeah, because. Like all those know, guys bounce back. Quarterback. <clears throat> yeah. It's not saying like it's they all play. Weird, it's just, thing. just so weird to see three of your best defenders all whiff on one play. Cause Johnson had him dead to rights for a sack and he just didn't, couldn't wrap him up. Yeah. So with all blitzing night from the Broncos, what's that? that, But a good blitzing night from the Broncos. That play aside, because Josie Jewell got in and got a couple sacks. He got a couple sacks, and then he uh, he was covering guys down the field too. Yeah, he broke up a couple passes. He missed a tackle too, and missed on a coverage as well. But um, if they're going to use him to blitz, and you know, you just keep Alexander Johnson as more of your cover guy, like go for it. Yeah, and I don't know why the Jets were trying to throw the ball to Frank Gore on wheel routes in the end zone, but 
Well, the oh. Trey Gore thing just mystifies me because oh, yeah. Joe Buck was going, well, they like they like LaMichael P. Ryan, the fourth rounder. I was like, okay, well, why don't they just give him 20 carries a game and, and put Frank Gore on the sideline? The man yeah. can't run for more than four yards. Gore finished 13 carries, 30 yards, so 2.3. When I checked it, he was averaging 1.9 yards per carry earlier. <laughs> Um, Sam Darnold, leading rusher for the Jets with 84 yards. Joe Flacco was perfect, two of two for 16 in his short he time on the field. Um, yeah, the oh man, the Jets, their offensive line is really banged up. So Chubb was yeah. playing an injured Makai Becton, so that's a rookie also injured. And yeah, then uh, they, they were down to their third string left tackle. Yeah, and then another tackle comes in and another guy leaves. So, rough, rough go-around for the Jets up front. And with all that said, like, Darnold, he's just in such a shitty situation because he made some nice plays. He still makes some plays that he wants back, but you're like, how much of that is just because, like, nothing is working? Like, your run game's not working. You've got... Jamison Crowder is your number one dude. Your your unnamed player, Lawrence Cager, goes down with like a fucking hamstring injury that looked pretty bad. Yeah, it looked like he got shot in the back of the leg. Yeah, it's like Chris Hogan doesn't look good, but he's like your the second best option out there. Uh I would feel really bad Chris for Hogan the Jets on some if kind they didn't of have an evil head coach. Yeah. What's that? I said Chris Hogan on on some kind of substance. Yeah, I tweeted a whatever joke Gates, about that. Whatever Gates was on too. Yeah, Hogan's yeah, eyes are always just like so bizarre. <laughs> yeah, they're ready to bulge out of his head. Yeah, I mean maybe that's what happens when you go from the Patriots to the Jets. Whatever the Broncos beat the Jets with more interceptions than touchdown passes. That's yeah. an impressive way to do it. Uh, anything else? There's, I felt like there's one. Who's your, who's your player of the game? See, this is tough. Because um, we had a good performance out of Judy, Patrick, Melvin Gordon, yeah. Bradley Chubb, Josie Jewell. Throw in McManus, too. He was clutch. The Gooch Slayer was uh, splitting some wet Gooches. What if I point – because this is going to be the big dick player. So, I will save this for tomorrow in the recap episode as my final decision. But if you were going to lean towards – I know who I'm going to give it to. Uh, who would you pick? I'm going to go with Tim Patrick. Solid choice. I think he, he – in the fact that they lacked – a number one X receiver. He stepped up, picked up 100 yards, got in the end yeah. zone for his second straight week. Yep. All that with, you know, a couple backup quarterbacks. Jerry Judy, I think, had a case. But yeah, but he only had two catches. Only, yeah, he only had two catches. He has uh, probably the play of the game. <laughs> yeah, that was a great way. first touchdown to get. Like, Yeah, for both of those guys. Yeah. and I think you got to split the ball in half and give them each half. Maybe we'll give Judy something for his dance afterwards. Like, 
He's gonna he's gonna celebrate. Yeah. It's gonna be entertaining when he does. I think um, high T play of the game should be an official. Oh yeah, definite award. high T. And I'll yeah. just spoil it. That was, was very pick, high T. I was gonna pick Tim Patrick too, so uh, ah. I'm just spoiling it. There you go. I just thought he was a difference maker and. Same. Chubb's close, but like I want to see Chubb do it against a better offensive line first. Uh, I agree. I mean, you can make take... a case for Rippin too if you wanted to. Oh, Just easily. Coming in as an undrafted second year player and, and getting a win. That block, high T play. That block, That's high T. Very high T. Um, I like it. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the podcast recap. We were excited to do this one. It's late. I want to go. I got to. I'll be up to do the late, first late feeding of the baby, so that's a positive. Uh, I just don't want to wake my wife up. Uh, we're going to have a nice recap tomorrow on the main channel. And uh, Will is no longer on Tinder, so don't don't hit him up on there anymore. He's getting real sick of it. No. Yeah, you guys have to stop messaging me. Yeah, all of you guys. Just crashing my phone. Stop messaging Will. Oh, you girls on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And good night. Good night. Good luck. There you go. Welcome to That's Something Broncos podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. I'm your resident Broncos talker, idiot Brandon Perna. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week numero four. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of Week 4, DraftKings Sportsbook is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this! DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Maybe because the Broncos have beaten you down and you never want to watch football again? Well, try to win some money instead to ease your pain. Don't worry, football ain't for you. DraftKings is giving you basketball fans 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up to get this can't-miss offer. Pick any team during week four, bet $1 on them, and win $100 if they win. That's $1 to win $100 when you use promo code DNVR during sign-up for a limited time. Only at DraftKings, a sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.